Hi, this is Bob, and today I have an interview with Manimal. The wait is over, my friends. Manimal has released Armageddon. This album is 10 songs in length and 42 minutes of a heavy metal ass kicking. And here is my interview with Manimal. Samuel. Robert. How you doing? <laughs> Fine, thank you. I don't know what happened, uh, but so here we are. I I, I guess you uh, didn't mean to use the the video uh, either way. So yeah, yeah. I just run a podcast, so nothing's in video anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so fr- Friday night for me here. I don't know what's the time uh, over there. It is uh, two twenty. All right. Yeah. So uh, you have the evening in front of you. You. Uh, yes. Have almost I'm, half a day in front of you. Yes, I'm uh, recovering from Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, that was yesterday, right? Yeah, cooked a twenty-five pound bird yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so you 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 uh, you just woke up, or? <laughs> yeah, just a little while ago. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So well, finally, I to, yes, I want to thank you for taking time to speak with me today. Yeah, thank you for uh, showing interest. You know, it's uh, guys like you uh, who make the difference for us. You know, uh, spreading the word and spreading the music. So um, yeah, it's. Um, I would say likewise. <laughs> well. Uh... Armageddon is a banger from top to bottom. It's a great album. Thank you. Thank you. I wanted to ask you, um, how was the recording process for you? Uh, well, uh, since we didn't have that much restrictions here in Sweden, uh, we were pretty much free to, to meet up uh, as we wanted. But... but we didn't want to to meet unless it was absolutely necessary you know um and so so we um we met up to to record the drums in in the same studio as we recorded drums for our previous album uh in in top floor studios in in Gothenburg uh and uh, so Andre laid down his drums there uh and then um we recorded, uh, I recorded the vocals in Kenny's studio and Kenny is our bass player. Uh, he's the one who's been doing the, the, the mix and the mastering of the album as well. Uh, and recorded my vocals in his studio and he's recorded his bass in, in, the, in the studio as well, obviously. And Henrik uh, recorded his guitars in his home studio, actually. Uh, and then Kenny all mixed it all and, and, um, mastered in his uh his studio um so so uh, actually we 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 didn't play the songs together before uh we recorded the songs you know and and even though even then we didn't play them together you know <laughs> as as i said we recorded mm-hmm. everything separately so um but i would say this time it was it, it was a very painful process on our last album on on the the purgatorio um because uh, 
Kenny wasn't uh, feeling well, you know, uh, and um, uh, and we all felt it was very, very, uh, yeah, very painful, and 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 it was a uh, we were struggled with uh, getting the sound right and stuff like that. But on this album, I would say it 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 was smoother. I wouldn't say it was smooth, but it was smoother than the previous album. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much how how the the recordings um, proceeded. Well, um, we'll have to keep it a secret between us, but um, your bass player, um, the mix and production on this album is absolutely superb. Yeah, he has a future yeah, in I, that. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I totally agree. I totally agree, and I really hope, I really hope that he gets a lot of uh, jobs in after this one, because I, I totally agree with you because, you know, when I listen to this production and I listen to other productions, which I know have cost, you know, maybe at least one zero, maybe two zeros more. Um, I think this sounds great. You know, it's, it's, it, 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 it is a low budget production, you know. Uh, we haven't spent uh, like ten thousands of, of dollars on this one, uh, but nevertheless, like you say, it sounds it sounds expensive. It sounds great, you know, exactly like we wanted it. That heavy sound and 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 you know the guitars right in your face and and yeah uh, yeah. Kenny's done a great job, you know, uh, and and. Having Kenning mix in the album also gives us uh, the the possibility to to go in and adjust small details, you know, so we, mm -hmm. we can get it just like we want. Because if, if you hire some um, hotshot producer, you know, maybe you have to cut down on on on, on the details. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't say maybe that would sound equally as good. I don't know, but we like to 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 have the control of the whole production you know and this way we can have it because kenny uh, he accepts us uh, being uh, picky and 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 you know going into details and he likes that as well so uh yeah it's a massive production yeah i think as far as a producer you don't need anyone to crack the whip um <laughs> then it's really not necessary you know what i mean in a yeah. lot of ways. Um, I also wanted to talk about the guitar work on the album because it's a blazing. Uh, the riffs are very classic. Um, is there a, a lot of priest roots in the uh, guitar work? If there is, you know, yeah. uh, both me and both me and Henrik, we we um, we are uh, big priest fans and been, uh, yeah since we were kids, you know, uh, so yeah, you know, priests are gods to us, you know, uh, so, so, and we, we have never, we have never tried to hide our influences, you know, it's, it's, you know, it, it is what it is. We play music that we like to listen to ourselves and that happens to be, a lot of influences from from priest for example and and uh, and we have never tried to hide that so so it's it's perfectly fine when people tell us ah it sounds like priest 
Yeah, it does. Um, <laughs> but but it's good, uh, and if it's yes. good, it's good. So that's right. Um, yeah, and we we have never tried to try to reinvent the wheel or something. You know, it's it's not our thing. Um, and and uh, yeah, basically do music and play music that we love to listen to ourselves. I, you know, I, I still listen to our own albums to this day. You know, I, I, sometimes I put them on and I, I listen to them and think, yeah, this is a pretty decent album, you know, uh, okay. just like I listen to Priest albums and, and, and other music. So and sure. I think that's the way it should be, because then the music gets more honest. And I think you, you can you can hear it in the music uh, and in the performance. Of, of the music uh, you can hear that uh, these guys they love what they do and they they love this kind of music you know uh, at least i hope that you can hear it and i oh absolutely I, yeah so uh, yeah long answer to a short question yeah it's a lot of priests in there yeah and i love the harmonies as well on guitar you guys harmonize very well yeah, as 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 we uh, often say that Henrik is our Henrik, our guitar player. He is uh, our musical mastermind. You know, he has a certain feeling for for riffs, rhythms, and harmonies. Um, and and uh, yeah, he he's he's the core of the band. You know, even though I take care of a lot of the administration all the contact with the, the label and and uh, our publisher and and doing interviews and stuff you know but but henrik he is the musical mastermind uh behind manimal and and yeah uh, i love what he do Be, you know it, me and henrik we write the most of the material together um uh, and i think we we never or at least we seldom we disagree about things. You know, we have the same, we come from the same background when it comes to metal music. Um, and and we we don't disagree on things. We we have the same taste in, in I think if it can if Henrik thinks it's good, often I also uh, I agree and I also think it's good, you know. Um, and I also wanted to ask you, what is your range vocally? <laughs> Honestly, I don't know because I, I I'm I have no musical theory. I, at least I have very very little musical theory in 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 my. Uh, I I don't have that much knowledge about musical theory. So so I don't know, but I yeah. <laughs> I know I guess, you gotta be around three octaves. Probably, I don't know, but uh, so so you just have to listen to all the albums and find yes. the low lowest <laughs> key and and the highest one, and then you have to measure, you know, see how many octaves there are. I don't know, actually, I don't know. And I wanted to tell you that uh, "Master of Pain" and "Chains of Fury" are my two favorite songs. I wanted to know if you had to pick a favorite track, what would it be? I think I would also pick Chains of Fury as one of my favorites, even though it's it's probably the most basic and simple song on the album. 
you know it it has something it, it's that that rhythm going you know all through the song and it's it's a very basic rhythm and i i know i remember that andre our drummer even thought that it was too simple you know he said that i i can't play the same thing through the whole song you know and we mm -hmm. said that you, but but you have to keep that that rhythm because that is the whole idea you know you, you we we want to hypnotize people with this rhythm it, it's just like a um uh i don't know a, a train going on you know it, it's it's the whole idea of the song so so it, of course it, do some variations but 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 keep the rhythm you know and, and right. it has something it's something about it so i totally agree with you it, that that is one of my favorites uh i think uh yeah I think I, I would agree with you that also Master of Pain, it has something, it's, it's something special about it. I, I know that it probably will not be the most streamed song among our songs on this album, on, 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 on the streaming services, because it's maybe too special and, and it's not that commercial, you know, but, mm -hmm. but it has something, it's, it's a very dark feeling. Uh, and and you have this um, uh, this drums playing uh, this rhythm and, and uh, yeah it's it's uh, I love the mood uh, of that song it's it's very probably one of the heaviest songs we've ever written uh, so I I would, I would probably agree with you on both songs you know and uh, obviously since I'm I'm been so involved in the whole production you know I. I have a, a a special relation to each and every song on the oh, album. Oh, sure. But 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 those two, uh, those are at least among my top five on this album. And I wanted to ask you um, about the name Manimal. Um, is that was that taken from the Wasp song Manimal? No, and it was not taken taken from uh, the TV, the American TV series uh, that was more or less of a uh, flop, I think. <laughs> uh, no, when we decided to to go for the the name Manimal, we had a couple of suggestions back in uh, like in two thousand and one when we formed the band. It's twenty years now this year. Uh, we had a couple of suggestions and, and, and we all thought that Manimal sounded cool, but we wanted to check how unique the name was because we wanted, uh, like every band, they, you want a, a pretty unique name. So, so we used what then was the search engine, uh, the go-to search engine, which was mm -hmm. Alta Vista. And we searched Alta Vista for Manimal but it, it, it seemed pretty unique because we didn't get that many hits. And the obvious reason for that was that internet was, <laughs> was not what it is today, you know. Uh, when you search Google, you know, you get hits that are relevant. And, and you know, when we searched Manimal, it seemed like, yeah, it's probably... We didn't even know about the the Wasp song, you know, and we we certainly didn't know about the TV series, and we didn't know know about the French 
thrash metal band called Manimal. And, you know, uh, so we decided to go for Manimal. It seemed pretty unique and we thought it was a cool name, you know, uh, the mix between man and animal. Um, and then after a couple of years, we realized that it wasn't that unique that we thought. But we decided to, to, to stick with it, even though our publisher said that, think this through, because if you, if you make it big, there could be um, uh, lawsuits uh, about the name if somebody else uh, also uses the name. But we said that, nah, we, we've been using this name now for, for a couple of years. We will, we will stick with it. So, so that's the story behind the name. Um, we didn't know about the Wasp song back then. We didn't know uh, about the TV series or uh, the French band called Manimal. So it was, uh, yeah, we thought it was a cool name. Very cool name. Um, speaking of that, um, could you tell me about the formation of the band? Uh, yeah. Um, the formation, how, how it was, how the band was formed or yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was back in 2001. Um, back then we had a, a different, uh, drummer and different bass player. Uh, it was two brothers, um, uh, friends of Henrik's. They and they two, uh, Peter, Peter and Richard and Henrik. They had been playing for a couple of years uh, together with different singers. But at that time, uh, in early two thousand, they didn't have a singer. Uh, and I, re I played with another band. Uh, I re had re rehearsal room in the same corridor as as uh, uh, Henrik, uh, Peter, and Richard. Uh, and I don't know how, but we, we had a coffee in the cafe upstairs from the rehearsal, rehearsal corridor. Um, and I don't know how we came to talk about it, but, but I don't know. I, I said that I, I listened a lot to metal music and, and, uh, even though that was not what I was playing back then, but I listened a lot to it and, you know, I was <laughs> singing Halloween songs in the shower and, you know, uh, mm -hmm. and I said, uh, and they said, Hey, do you want to come and, and try out some songs in our rehearsal room? And, and yeah, we can take it from there. And, and, and yeah, so, so I did, and, and we joined up and tried, I tried, we tried a couple of songs. I know that we played uh, dream theaters song, pull me under. Uh, we played, uh, save us with Halloween and yeah, a couple of other songs. And to be honest, it probably sounded like crap. Uh, my 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 singing, but but they thought that yeah, let's go for this uh, and and let's let's uh, let's try and see if we can uh, make this work. And so we we met up. Uh, I think back then we rehearsed maybe two or three days a week and uh, and then we tried some some songs that they had written um, uh, yeah and and then we decided to to stick together and and form a band together um, because we all thought that the constellation had a potential um, so so that was pretty much how how the band was formed i knew about them they knew about me 
um, and yeah, we got together and and did this. Um, unfortunately, when we were about to, to record our second album, uh, both Peter and Richard left the band. Uh, it was no hard feelings. It was just they they felt that they were they were through with the music. You know, they had had mm -hmm. other interests as well. So. Um, and and we found me and Henrik. We found uh, Andre and Kenny, and we feel very fortunate because you know now we have four guys ha having the same dreams when it comes to to the music and the same ambitions. You know, we we all want the same thing. Uh, we want to know. We wanted to see. We want to see how far we can take this. You know, uh, and uh, yeah. So that was the formation and, and the story about the the, the, the band in, in in short I I also wanted to mention a light a light note um, I've done 20 some interviews with bands from Sweden and I can honestly tell you that each and every band has mentioned the name Halloween. <laughs> and I and I think that's that's amazing. It's an amazing tribute to the band. I mean, in, in the states, not not nearly as big as, but in Sweden, wow, hmm. major influence to many many bands. Yeah, yeah. It, it was even though it was maybe not my first connection to to metal music, but it was one of the first. Uh, my first was Twisted Sister. Um, oh. that 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 was what Twisted Sister's album "Stay Hungry." I got that from my uncle uh, for like my I don't know my seventh or eighth birthday. Uh, I got it on on LP vinyl, um, and I played that album over and over and over again. You know, and I thought it was amazing, and that that was what made me started listening to to metal music uh but but on an early stage i also started to listen to to halloween i thought the way that uh, michael kiske was singing you know it was amazing mm -hmm. and i, I tried oh. tried to to imitate that and copy that i i couldn't back then obviously but but so so that that has been a part of my my vocal evolution you know uh try to imitate michael kiske and, uh, and singers like jeff tate rob halford uh, that has been my school you know i i've mm -hmm. i've taken i've taken a few singing lessons um uh, a couple of years ago but but that's all you know it's it's been uh it's been um my, my school has been imitating others and i think I think that is the way many uh, many mus musicians start their journey, you know, by trying to copy what others do. And I think it's a great way to 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 learn stuff uh, and and learn your own limitations. And and uh, yeah, um, so so Halloween has has had a major impact on on me uh, during the years. And I still to this day, I I still enjoy putting on an halloween album you know um uh, even though i'm not um uh, as fond of 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 uh andy Darius as i was uh, 
fond of um, uh, Michael Kiske, but but uh, still, I think Halloween is a is a great bat. Yeah, one of the best shows I've seen. This will date me, but I've seen the Headbangers Ball tour with Anthrax, Exodus, and Halloween together. Ah, uh, cool. And it's a very amazing show. Um, are there any tracks that didn't make the cut on the album? Once again. Are there any tracks that didn't make the cut on, on the album? No. Um, no. We, we, we had some uh, additional tracks, but we, we ne actually never finished them. Because, yeah, we didn't think they they uh, had it, <laughs> like so. So, Manimal, we we have never been, uh, we have never been about quantity when it comes to songwriting. Uh, it, it's it's always been about quality, you know. Um, when we had uh, ten album, ten songs on an album it was pretty much 10 songs that was written um, yeah but like i said we had a couple of more tracks but we never finished them so they, it was no finished tracks but it, it was basically it was more or less ideas but they didn't make it to the album we didn't finish them because we thought that they they uh, uh, yeah that they weren't good enough uh, to be honest so and 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 we we have uh, we have always been thinking like that. We will never release something that we are not one hundred percent satisfied with ourselves. If we think a song is not, if if we think a song it's not good enough, you know, it will not make it to the album. So so there was no we didn't we didn't record anything else that those ten songs that are on the album. I think it definitely does show us, especially on this album. This album is great from top to bottom. Um, are, you. Do, you, yeah. do you have any hobbies that you like to do in your spare time? Uh, other than music? Uh, well, I like creating stuff, you know. Um, lately, um, I've been creating some stage props. Uh, like, I, we have, um, I've created this... Um, uh microphone stands uh with skulls on um which we will use on our in our live show um i for for our uh, the video for our purgatorio the song purgatorio uh i built a coffin uh, my my wife wasn't very impressed that I I spent uh, almost a, a week of of my summer vacation on on building a coffin, but, <laughs> but uh, it turned out great, and the video turned out great, you know. Uh, and I think those things are important, you know. We want to put on a show, um, and uh, yeah, so so I would say. To create some things with my hands, build things, uh, carpeting, you know, uh, maybe, yeah, uh, I like those things. But the music and, and, and everything around the band consumes the most of my spare time. Um, yeah, obviously, I have two kids and, you know, they have their interest and I'm involved in that. Um, uh, but but uh, when I get time on my own, it's it's mostly 
related to the band, uh, the time I spent. And speaking of props and that, um, do you have any tour plans in the works? Yeah, uh, we have plans for, for now for early December. We were supposed to, to um, tour with Rage. Uh, some of the shows were canceled um, and some remain, but I don't know if they will happen, but we had to, to, um, to cancel our participation in, in that tour because it was too few shows uh, and it, 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 it's made the whole thing too expensive and too risky for us, you know. Uh, it's very expensive to go out on tour and we need to know that there are no restrictions uh, keeping people from not coming to the shows uh, and we didn't feel like that was the case uh, here. So so we have to, to, had to cancel that tour, unfortunately, because we we were looking forward to it. We haven't been playing live for two years now. Uh, the last show we did was on the Sabaton cruise uh, in December 2019. So we're pretty eager to get out there. But we have some other plans for, for next year. Uh, we announced uh, today uh, that we will do a special show in our hometown. It's just outside Gothenburg here in Sweden uh, in a theater. Uh, and it would be pretty special show. Uh, you know, we will use all our stage props. The coffin will be there. The, uh, the microphone stands with the skulls. Uh, there will be a lot of fire and pyrotechnic and stuff. You know, it would be a special, sh uh, special night for those who, who are able to come. Uh, so that would be probably the first show we will do. Uh, that's in, in March next, next year. And then we have a couple of uh, festival shows booked uh, for next year. Um, we will play in, in Czech Republic, uh, Norway, Germany. Um, uh, yeah, two shows in festival shows in Germany, actually. Uh, and then uh, we are planning uh, to do a headliner tour in, in Europe in, in late 2022 next year. Um, and we also, yeah, we also hoping for, for a couple of support shows, uh, next year for, for, um, uh, bigger American artists. Uh, but it, it's not settled and decided yet, but we are hoping for those, uh, shows, um, because that will mean that we will get to, to, to meet a, a slightly bigger audience than we usually do. So, uh, we really hope that it will happen, but like everything, you know, it's so in uncertain. Everything, yes. Yeah. You book something, and and then you realize that we can't uh, we can't make it happen. It, it's it's impossible, and like our record label have have been forced to to push um, push back the uh, release of our the vinyl version of of uh, our new album two times now uh, and it's yeah you know it's all because of the pandemic it's uh, and and Adele yeah did and you hear I, about I know 500,000 copies no it's crazy yeah Adele oh the artist gosh. Adele she ordered yeah. 500,000 vinyls and is paying top dollar uh, 
and obviously that is uh, top priority. Well, she made it. Know about that? Okay, because she put up forth all this money. I heard. Yeah, of course. Ridiculous! So I can't, I can't imagine five hundred thousand fans of Adele. Yeah. <laughs> and and five and, and five hundred of those were our vinyls. <laughs> so, yes. Uh, okay, so that explains things because we were promised. Um, um, that we, we will be able to when we push the uh, release the first time we were promised that that December 3rd um, we will be able able we will be able to release uh, the album on, on both vinyl CD and digital on December 3rd so when we heard that we have to push back the vinyl release uh, once more we said that, okay, we have to release the CD and the digital release. We have to do it on December 3rd. We can't push it back any further, you know. People are waiting. Right. And, and we want to get it. We have been waiting for, like, since April. Uh, so, so, yeah, we said that we, we, we have to just postpone the vinyl release then. So, so uh, Adele is all to blame, you say. <laughs> well, 500 thousand copies of a lot of vinyl that's a lot of vinyl yeah it is <laughs> i well, want to know i hope i hope, I hope it's good <laughs> i hope the album is good i hope she's got a lot of storage space yeah um, i i haven't heard that i didn't hear that so that was news to me pretty funny <laughs> <laughs> what was the last album that you listened to the last album I listened to in whole mm -hmm. uh, yes. was probably that was probably uh, Eclipse latest album. Um, I like listening to to uh, some uh, what do you say AOR mm -hmm. uh, and and the Swedish band Eclipse. Um, uh, we played uh, actually the day. Um, the day after was it, or was it the same? I think it was the same day on Prog Power in uh, Atlanta uh, in 2018. Um, so we met them there, and then our drummer uh, um, he knew the bass player, and we had breakfast with them, and uh, very nice guys. And so uh, I started to listen to them, and I think they great guys, great music, you know, and and the new album is also great. So. Yeah, that was probably the, the latest album I listened to in whole because like everyone else, I'm I'm a guy that picks the raisins out of the cookie, you know. I right. I I make my playlist with with the with single songs, you know. Uh so I seldom take my time to listen to a whole album and uh, you know that is the exact thing that I want people to do with our album. But I, I totally understand if people don't do it. And that's the reason why we wanted to release so many singles um, for this album. Uh, we had four singles planned. The fifth single we released was basically because of, of, of uh, the postponing of the whole release. Then we wanted to release another song just to, to yeah, you know, try to compensate uh, all the fans waiting for the album. Uh, but but that was because 
if the songs are not highlighted on on services like Spotify and stuff, people most people will most likely don't listen to it. They will miss, and we think that we have like ten great songs here, which we want people to listen to. We want people to listen to them all. Um, Absolutely, but. But we know that that's not the case because mostly people listen to the five first tracks of the latest album uh, or the top tracks on, on the artist, you know, on Spotify. And so, um, um, but, but I'm, I'm just like everyone else, you know. Uh, I seldom listen to whole albums. It happens now and then, but it, it, it's not like back in the days when I was listening, you know, I bought the latest Iron Maiden album and I listened to the whole album from start to finish and I listened to it over and over and over again, you know. It's mm -hmm. not like that um, anymore. Um, uh, it happens, but um, not that often. But the latest album was Eclipse. In doing what I do, I, uh, I go the other way. I uh, when I review an album, I listen to it, except for everything that was posted onto YouTube, because that's oh. where I, that's where I feel you find out the real meat and potatoes of a band. Yeah, and that is you true. I'm, I I'm yeah, I, I'm I'm very aware that I probably miss a lot of good songs by by listening the way I do these days. You know, because. Sometimes when when you 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 are recommended a song uh, by somebody else, uh, uh, or or you stumble on a song uh, on a, on a uh, Spotify playlist or anything, you know, and uh -huh. and you say, "Hey, how could I have missed this song?" Yeah, I missed it probably because I haven't listened to to whole albums with the artist. You know, it's an artist that I have I've listened to. But, but I had missed a song that was awesome, you know, and, and that it's because, mainly because I don't listen to music like you do. And I, I wish I had the, you know, uh, what's the word, English word for it? But um, yeah, patience. I wish it was like, yeah, the patience, you know, to do it and, and had the time to do it and, and to just sit down, you know, take on decent uh, pair of, of uh, headphones and, and, and listen to it uh, from start to finish. But uh, yeah, I don't know if it's, it's, I guess it's not the age because I guess you, you are my age or even older. So uh, I can't, <laughs> I can't blame the age, but um, I don't know what it is, but that's the way people, the, think and that's the way people consume music nowadays and it's it's sad but true but when we pick songs uh, the the track order for an album we have in mind that most people will only listen to the first four or five songs of the album which means that of of the first five songs should be the songs that we think will will appeal to people the most but at the same time you have an album to think about and you 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 want to to have a dynamic or and 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 some songs are not meant to to be after each other uh, so so we um 
we had to, you, you know, um, uh, what's the English word? You have to, um, um, yeah, you have to make a decision. Um, right. And and I think it our decision fa- falls something somewhere in between, you know, uh, in between the uh, the way people listen nowadays and and how we would like to to have the uh, this uh, track order on the album. So. But that we have that in mind when we choose the track order. You know, you 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 got to have that now, two thousand and twenty-one. You know, you can't just ignore it because then, because we want to reach out to to as many people as possible with our music, and and uh, if we can find those small tactical uh, things uh, and and choose the right ways, uh, and if that would mean that more people will discover and listen to our music then sure i also uh want to take time to mention that uh mona is a class act and and does a great job for you guys yeah I, we were very pleased with her work um we have never worked with mona before it's the first time um it was mainly because the guy who was supposed to take care of, of the promotion uh, on the label, he got ill. Um, so they they outsourced it. Uh, and and uh, I'm very satisfied with the way. And I, I would tell her, I would tell her that you, you said so. And, and I think so myself. Uh, she has delivered. Uh, we are very pleased with our work. Um, yeah. And you can tell that she loves what she does. All right. I would tell her. I would tell her. And I also wanted to ask you, what's the best way to get merchandise? The best way to get Manimal merchandise is to go to manimal.se because we have our own web shop there, uh, which we run ourselves. Uh, The other day, we met up um, and... um, packed and shipped uh, all pre-orders of the album. Not all pre-orders, obviously, because we haven't received (laughs) the the vinyls yet, but all pre-orders that that were complete, we we packed and shipped. um, And so so go to manimal.se and there you can find merchandise. And uh, it's the only place also when you can choose to have your products signed by us, um, obviously, because it's it's uh, the the stock is in my office <laughs> at my work, you know, um, okay. so you can have a signed copy of the album if you want, um, and we have like T-shirts with different prints and uh, all different stuff there. So go there. I definitely will, and I also wanted to ask you. Um... You mentioned that you listened to the Eclipse album from top to bottom. Have you heard of a band called the Night Flight Orchestra? Yeah. I actually listened to, uh, uh, before our um, interview here, I listened to uh, two, two songs of Soilwork. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the singer of Soilwork is the singer of Night Flight Orchestra. Yeah, yeah, I've listened to them a lot. And David Ackerman, as well as in the band, I believe. Yeah. Anderson, I'm sorry, Anderson. 
Um, very good guitar player. David Anson. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. You, you were thinking about the, the um, David Ockerman is uh, like a, a vocal coach, a Swedish vocal coach and, and uh, backing singer and a singer as well in a band. But yeah, yeah, uh, David Anderson. Um, and he's, uh, but, but is he, uh, he's, is, is he the uh, songwriter of, of uh, Nightbed Orchestra or was it, is that the, like the keyboard player who's writing may, uh, most of the songs? I think the keyboard player writes most of the songs. Um, yeah, yeah. But I know uh, like on uh, uh, Aram the first Aramaic album he did, uh, Anderson did, uh, Golden Swansdale from the album. Okay. He wrote that. All right. Yeah. Yeah, it's and, I love the sound of the band. It's uh, really uh, yeah, you know, uh, it's um, it's pretty unique 2021. No nobody sounds like that in and uh, it was it was a fresh uh, fresh air, you know, um, when I heard it first time. I don't love it all, but but uh, I some of the songs are awesome. And uh, lastly, I wanted to ask you if you could give a message to your fans. What would that message be? That would be um, go support the bands that you like, uh, and if you like Manimal, uh, go and support us by buying merch. Um, and coming to our shows, you know, and that goes for, for all bands now, especially in these times, um, you know, it, it's hard to, to uh, it's hard to afford uh, go out and, and touring these days. Uh, and, and the bands need the support of their fans. And I know in this genre, we are so humble, you know, that all these people, we, we, we were standing looking at the table when we had, packed or all the the pre-orders of our album and of t-shirts and stuff the other day and we said that yeah we're, we're so fortunate we we have all these fans buying things from us because they want to support us and they like us you know uh, it's amazing and and so that that will be my message to the people uh, go and and support the bands you like and if you like manimal and if you listen to this album, I think you will like it. Uh, support us. Uh, buy an album, buy a t-shirt, and come and see our shows. Because Manimal is supposed to be uh, is supposed to be um, experienced live. We are mainly a live band. That's how we see ourselves. So come and see us live because it is it, something. Um, um, it's a, it's a celebration. Special. It is. It definitely Absolutely. is. It's a celebration of metal music and the bands that we love. Well, I wanted to thank you for taking time for speaking with me. It's been an absolute pleasure. I could talk music all day with you. <laughs> the same. Yeah, but I, I think I have to go down to, to my wife now. She, she <laughs> probably wonders where, where, where the hell I, I did go. So, Robert, 
thank you once again for taking your time. Um, thank you. Yeah. And, and you uh, have, I, I will send links when I post uh, both, when I post to the website and when I post to my podcast as well. Oh, uh, cool. Thank you. So have a, have a great weekend. Uh, and maybe we speak again. Uh, if not, if not uh, earlier than when our next album is out. And I hope that we get to, to meet uh, IRL uh, somewhere in the world when we play live. I hope so as well. And please feel free when you get uh, solid tour dates down to send them my way and I'll get them out there as well. Ah, cool. Thank you. Thank you, my friend. And you have a great day. The same to you. Bye. Cheers. I'd like to thank you for listening to today's podcast. You can sponsor the podcast. Just click that button and you can be a member of the family. And remember, come see me for a fix.